Welcome to the Life Changing Principles Podcast, where we take a new principle every week and explore how it changes our lives. I'm Leanne Hunt, ready to jump into today's principle. This podcast you're about to listen to is the second of our original Goals with Kids podcast. It was recorded way back in April of 2019, after two-hour church started, but before the whole Children and Youth Initiative had been kicked off. We're playing it here for you now to give us some perspective about what all these changes were set out to do, and now that we've experienced them, to take a look at how we're actually implementing them. Enjoy the podcast. Hi, welcome to Goals with Kids where we help parents raise resilient kids with home-centered goal setting. Begin. Just begin. Begin by asking your kids what they want in their futures. Begin by listening to your kids on the way to school today. That was our first homework assignment from last week for parents who want to do home-centered goal setting with their kids. Begin. Last week, we were on the edge of our seats waiting for the big new announcements in General Conference, and then... Drum roll, please. Nothing. Great talks, great spiritual motivation to act, to move, to welcome, to change, to repent. Just no big new changes except for a few new temple announcements. But a reminder again to buckle our seatbelts because more change is coming. We anticipated an outer change when the whole purpose for all of this is really an inner change. That's what the big announcements seem to be to me. It doesn't matter what changes outwardly. All of this change is to promote another kind of change that is going to be inward. Each of us has to make our own efforts to change and to become. So as we anticipated the changes that have already been announced that are coming in January 2020 with the Children and Youth Development Initiative, Let's take a little deeper look into this initiative that's coming and what's already been announced and published. When the initiative was announced last year in May of 2018, they created a website called childrenandyouth.lds.org. That website has now been changed to childrenandyouth.churchofjesuschrist.org, along with the new emphasis on the name of the church. And it has a section called Frequently Asked Questions. The very first question on the website is this, why is the church changing its children's and youth programs? First, it says that they did an extensive review of every existing program and activity associated with the church. Second, it reminds us that we're a global church with millions of children and youth, and they need to address that diversity. And finally, they wanna help kids and youth build character, resilience, and life skills. That's precisely the same outcomes that we seek with Goals with Kids. The website is really clear that this effort is going to be home-centered. It says that the approach is intended to reduce the burden on families with greater flexibility to adapt to the needs of individuals and families around the world in many different circumstances. So what does that look like for my home? Ironically, initiating home-centered goal-setting can feel more like adding a burden than reducing one. I'm wondering if what they meant is that with a lighter load for church-centered activities, then children and youth leaders will be freed up to do more at home. If every family member has a calling and the burdens of that calling are reduced, 
then that has the capacity to make a real difference in reducing burdens at home too, especially for families who have multiple busy callings. So going on to the rest of that first frequently asked questions on the childrenandyouth.churchofjesuschrist.org website, it says that this is about home-centered activities and goals, and, and this is what it says. In the new experience, children and youth will be encouraged to focus on setting and achieving goals to develop spiritually, socially, physically, and intellectually as they seek to follow Jesus Christ. They've already put into place the home-centered gospel study, and next will be home-centered activities and goals. I don't know what that means for personal progress, faith in God, duty to God programs. They might be going away too. I don't know how often we'll continue to have activities planned by church leaders. We don't know all of the details, but we do know enough. So here's one more interesting piece of the puzzle that right now many people are overlooking. In the October 6, 2018 letter from the First Presidency, wait, you guys know how to get a copy of those letters, right? They're posted on letters.lds.org, or I mean now it's letters.churchofjesuschrist.org. You just log in with your normal church login, and there they all are. Anyway, in that October 6, 2018 letter where they introduced two-hour church and home-centered gospel learning, they also introduced a subtle change in family home evening. Did you catch it? I'm going to read right from the letter so you have their wording. The adjusted Sunday schedule allows for, and members are encouraged to hold, home evening and to study the gospel at home on Sunday or at other times as individuals and families choose. A family night could be held on Monday or at other times. To this end, leaders should continue to keep Monday evenings free from church meetings and activities. However, time spent in home evening, gospel study in the home, and activities for family and individuals is scheduled according to individual circumstances. They make it even more clear later on down the letter about what Sundays actually look like. Gospel study, family councils, home evening, family history and temple work, ministering, personal worship, and joyful family time. It kind of sounds like the recipe for the new Sabbath day. The general idea is, look, we're providing more resources for you to engage with your Sabbath day. Sundays can be more home-centered, active, and joyful. Let's get going. Move your family home evening lessons to Sundays if that works for you. Try maybe Monday nights as an activity night since we're encouraging families to do activities. Try those on Monday night instead. Leaders don't plan anything on Mondays to keep it open just in case families want that night. But families, you get to decide. What do you want your Sundays and Mondays and really the entire week to look like? When do you want to do Come Follow Me? When do you want to do fun family activities? And don't forget you have a ministering brother and sister to help you implement this. Maybe they can help plan a Monday night at the park. Maybe they can assist with a Come Follow Me activity. Give them a job. Let them help. So we know the Children and Youth Development Initiative is home-centered, church-supported, activity and goal-oriented, focuses on child and youth development, and targets goals in spiritual, social, physical, and intellectual realms. That brings us to goals with kids. That's why we created this podcast. That's why we're writing this book. That's why we're doing workshops and coaching parents on how to work through goals with their children. 
Goals with Kids aligns with this initiative by focusing on the development of the child. It aligns by focusing on building resilience and specific life skills. We're delving into the positive psychology research to find out what motivates kids, what builds resilience, what makes a difference in the long run. And all of this settles on change. We were waiting for another big change at conference this week, but the focus was on changing within. That's the essence of Goals with Kids. Goals with Kids is about change. It's about changing the way we talk to our kids. It's about changing the way we look at goals. Our very first clients, both children and parents, have figured out that these small changes in how they look at and talk about their goals make a big difference. To me, the biggest change that Goals with Kids promotes is for us to take a look at our real lives and what's really happening and just address it with this calm, open nature. It promotes hope and it promotes energy around doing what we actually want to be doing. To me, the biggest change instigated by the church is not all of these outer changes, but an invitation to the inner change that can happen when we engage with our goals and when we engage with our lives. Thanks for being here and taking a little time out of your busy life for personal development. I applaud you for that. We take change one step at a time. You're already on your way. You're already enough. You've got this. Have a great week and we'll see you for the next principle.